You're listening to Brunch with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Tuesday morning. So let's turn to our final guest and topic of today. In the next 10 minutes or so, we're hearing about the latest about the Melvis documentary, which is based on Melvis Kwok, an Elvis impersonator who sadly passed away uh, of kidney failure two years ago at the age of 68. Now, Melvis was definitely an iconic character who many of you will have seen around town. So to commemorate his life, we are uh, now going to be chatting with the organizer of a walking wake which is happening this Saturday the 14th of January I'm really delighted to be ch- chatting with the co-directors of the documentary and the organizers of the wake Nicola Fan and also Richie Fowler welcome on the program Richie and Nicola thank you so much for joining thank us you. this morning thanks for thanks for having Enjoying. us uh, yeah we are live as well on Facebook so our listeners can uh, see uh, Nicola and Richie there as well um so perhaps uh, Richie I'll start off with you first uh, since this is sort of uh, sure. your brainchild why did you decide to make this documentary sure well actually this was the brainchild of myself and our UK producer called Johnny and uh, Johnny actually he came here I think 12 years ago. And he saw Melvis in his element, which was sort of in the the mid-2000s, the early 2000s. And he saw him, of course, performing in Lang Kwai Fong. And he said, this guy has a story. I'm going to, one day I'm going to come back and make a story on him. And so uh, to try not to be too long-winded, in 2018, he came back to Hong Kong, was out drinking with, with his friends. And he saw him on the streets and he said, wow, he's still around. It's been 12 years or something. You know, I, this is definitely, it, it's a calling. And uh, so that that time he was only in Hong Kong for two days. And uh, he said, uh, he said to Melvis, who at the time didn't have a phone, he said, all right, can you, can you give me anything, any way to contact you? He said, no. So, so our producer Johnny said, all right, in eight months time, I'll be back in Hong Kong. Meet me here at this time, at this place. And, uh, you know, and in that process, he introduced me to it, uh, into the project. And, uh, you know, just so happened that as, you know, we went to meet him and that night he turned up, you know, all of a sudden he, he turned up. And so actually the, the interesting thing was, you know, at, at the start of the project, we wanted to do sort of a, a biopic type thing where we, we get an interesting character and put him in an interesting situation. And so the initial, uh, I guess, like, uh, process of it the initial thoughts of it was actually to take him uh, on a surprise journey uh, and and the idea was to take him to memphis and the home of elvis and uh, maybe even to a, a like a elvis convention and um you know that was the plan we we kicked off the the documentary we started going through with it uh, we filmed the trailer and then unfortunately you know the protests happened in hong kong and we had covid and uh and you know it's really sad but you know uh melvis's wife even says this and and she said you know maybe it's because he wasn't able to come out to perform in those two years and that's why he passed away because i think the a a really key thing about melvis was that he wanted to to embody the spirit of elvis you know and that was it was a very simple goal of his life i just want to be elvis i want to go out and entertain people and um you know, but of course, when you have a dream like this, which is kind of semi unattainable, you know, how do you, what do you do, you know, and, and uh, what is the end goal? And so that's why uh, since his death, uh, you know, and, and very fortunately, I've 
you know, I've worked with Nicola before and we work well together and, and she's come on board in the past few months and really just, you know, you know, stuck a, a fire up my butt and uh, on this project. <laughs> and um, um, That's and, my yeah, specialty. So, that's her specialty, yeah, yeah. She's, she's great at doing it, you know, if you ever need someone, you know, Nicholas to call. Um, but, um, but yeah, so, so now the project sort of evolved into this, uh, this new kind of uh, piece, which is looking at him as a person, you know, him as a character, uh, what were the things, you know, the psychology behind it? What were the things driving him? What was this like yearning or this this kind of, you know, how did this passion turn into obsession? How did this, uh, you know, this man become who he was? And and what sort of mark did he leave on our society? Because, you know, he is a bit of a contentious character. Not everyone liked him. Uh, people, you know, people, he, he went through some pretty horrendous experiences where people spat at him, you know, they threw things at him. Uh, but at the same time, he was still somehow motivated to just keep going every single night. And I think, I think it's that spirit that really motivated us to, to, you know, look into this character and, and document it and hopefully, uh, you know, preserve his memory within Hong Kong's uh, greater history, uh, you know, memory and history. Because Hong Kong is a very fast paced city, uh, you know, when things come and go very quickly. And unfortunately, people forget very quickly. And he, for me, is someone who really represents that uh you know that 90s that golden era of the 90s booming booming period 90s 2000s you know the end of the end of colonialism end of the british you know the british in hong kong and um you know he's he's someone who really fits into that uh that era that atmosphere you know that kind of jubilation that that optimism of what's going to happen next and so you know his crowd was very much uh uh you know an expat crowd a crowd that you know, grew up with Elvis and loved Elvis. And, uh, and you know, through Nicola and I looking at, you know, his life, we kind of realized that, you know, unfortunately, his demise was partly due to time, partly due to uh, the changing of, of uh, interests, of culture, of, of, of people's entertainment. You know, in, in the 90s and 2000s, that was the real boom time of, of Lang Kwai Fong, as we know. And, uh, you know, as we know, in the past two years, that's really just gone, you know, Lang Kwai Fong, uh, you know, I'm sorry, sorry to Mr. Zeman and stuff, but, you know, it's it's really not looking how it was before. Um, and so, yeah, so that's why, you know, in that sort of jumble of words, that's that's why we were doing this documentary. I think you're right in saying yeah. that. I think Melvis did definitely put up with a lot of abuse. And I think because the crowd yeah. that he was entertaining, I, I should imagine he, he put up with, with a lot. Um, so how, how, how will mm. it work then, Nicola? Maybe, you know, we can talk about some of the challenges in terms of the footage that you've had to collect. And um, will you have mm. an impersonator impersonating Melvis? So like an Elvis impersonator <laughs> impersonator? It did, it, exactly. We did think about that. <laughs> Yeah, this yeah, definitely has crossed our mind. Um, we've thought about mixing animation and reenactment to retell, uh, recreate some of the past moments uh, that can't be captured anymore. So, yes, yeah, some of the challenges was definitely how he passed away suddenly and everyone in the documentary team had to reorientate uh, the whole direction for it and rethink how to approach this piece. Uh, we knew we had limited amount 
on the footage from our first and only uh, interview with him, along with a couple of concerts he had done uh, just before 2020. So we know we had some limited amount of footage, but of course also um, archival footage. So we have been collecting uh, into past interviews. And for me, it's actually so fascinating to see his past and uh, present moments, just to see the comparison. So that is something that is one of the things uh, we are we are excited to uh, display in the film to to really encompass his uh, whole journey and how things have changed or not. If anything, actually, a lot of times uh, we notice he has stayed true to his path and goal for decades long whilst uh the while society and people around him have changed so for me i've always been intrigued by his story because it's an artist's journey in pursuit of his happiness uh but uh we will also examine how how he did it at the cost of his loved ones and um to and to explore some of the sacrifices he had to make whether unknowingly or uh how he stumbled upon it um, yeah. I was going to say, I, I think it was a, a huge loss that Hong Kong felt. Perhaps it was because it was in the midst of the whole pandemic or the restrictions. Um, I remember it was after Christmas uh, in, in 2020. The whole atmosphere, the whole mood just felt really sad. And anybody you speak to, yeah. whether it's the expat community, um, the local community, everybody uh, would have encountered, uh, would have seen Melvis at some point in their lives mm -hmm. or at least know who, who he was. Yeah. So it really, yeah, really was an, an iconic character. Um, we've just got about yeah. five minutes bef before the news. Let's quickly talk about the walk, uh, which is happening on okay. the 14th, uh, this Saturday. So it's, it's a walking wake. That's very interesting. Um, uh, tell us uh, <laughs> about the idea behind this and, and what will happen on, on the 14th. Uh, ladies first, Nicola. Uh, okay, sure. Uh, so basically, we knew from Anna, his wife, that he would always want a celebratory uh, funeral if he passed away. Something, you know, it would be a gathering of friends with uh, with his ultimate love, which is singing to Elvis's songs and a dance and a dance party, basically. So something more of a party rather than a somber affair at a fluorescent lit uh, town hall of a funeral. Uh, so. <laughs> But we, we couldn't do anything like this for the past two years due to restrictions. Um, mm. So finally, now that things have finally opened up, we have actually, we've always been uh, trying to get this going and waiting year after year for it to happen. And finally, this year was the year. Mm. Uh, we were going to do it last month, uh, which is his actual death anniversary. But due to some reasons, because some people caught COVID, we had to delay it. But it's actually become a blessing in disguise because now we have more time to let more people know about it. Uh, and and yeah, like I'll, I'll let Richie talk about the whole uh, flow of the <laughs> wake. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, first of all, just to add on to to Nicola, I think for for us is it's a very symbolic event. Not 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 only is this the first kind of time that uh, we're officially in public, sort of doing a, a remembrance of him, but it's very symbolic because I think uh, throughout his life. He has always been a very lone wolf. He's always been an individual performer. And, and, and you know, through exploring his story, we kind of realized that there are other people like him and, and other people, you know, it wasn't until after we lose something that we really truly miss something or, or understand what it meant to us. And I think that's 
what this is important. It's for the friends. It's for the family. It's to bring that spirit of Melvis, that spirit of Elvis. Um, so, you know, we'll be starting in Tim Sacho Clock Tower by the Star Ferry. Uh, the plan is to follow in his footsteps, you know, in his nightly walk, uh, his nightly routine. Uh, we'll meet around 5.15 at Tim Sacho uh, Clock Tower at the Star Ferry. Then we'll take uh, the ferry over as a group, uh, you know, hopefully getting very nice sunset shots of people. Then slowly working our way up to Lan Kwai Fong, uh, you know, at the corner of California Tower. And then we'll be ending in uh, the amphitheater in Lan Kwai Fong at nine o'clock. And uh, yeah, Nicola, do you want to add any details? Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. So basically at each of these stops, uh, so throughout the parade, we actually, it's, it's, it is a collaboration between us, the Elvis uh, International Fan Club and his family. And at each stop, uh, two of the um, Elvis Fan Club members who will be two of the lead singers to help lead the singing of Elvis's songs. And at each stop, we will do so for a few songs as well and finally uh we've we finished for for a uh we gather for a final gathering at the amphitheater from nine to ten uh so yeah the whole uh purpose of this is to show uh melvis that he has actually also inspired uh, his community his friends and family to do what he loves and to and for us to also do a final walk with him in mind that's really okay. remarkable. Nicola Ritchie, thank you so much. Can you remind our listeners, how can the public uh, support your work and about the film? Um, have you got an Instagram or, or a website, uh, Facebook, that we can keep supporting this film? We can um, get in I touch. We, we do have a, uh, I mean, at the moment, because we're, we're kind of reorientating things, we don't have our like so, socials, as, as they used mm. to call it today, uh, organized. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know we don't have it's that true. organized yet because you know this this project sort of had to take the, lots of the exactly i had to take a bit of a backseat yeah. because of covid as well yeah i mean it's been i've been working on this for about three years now and <laughs> two years of that has been just on hold and 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 him dying and and everything has just been you know, don't worry, I think J.K. Rowling worked on harry potter for 11 years so 11 years yeah, masterpiece is coming. Yeah, well, I mean, good things take time, right? So, um, but anyways, I, you know, I'm really happy with the momentum. Uh, but if you want to find us, uh, I think, you know, you could potentially reach out to us. Yes, follow know, us Facebook. personally yeah. for now. Possibly. Exactly. Richie. Just- yeah, yeah. And, I know it's not the best way, Facebook but <laughs> or, or Richie Fowler on Twitter, um, Nicola. I think you. I don't have Instagram, but I think you have Instagram. So yeah, these are some ways you could follow our socials for <laughs> continuous updates, and then eventually we will have a more established like website uh, dedicated fully for the film and more specific um, platforms yeah. for the film. Yeah. But right now, yes, we are uh, putting things together. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, well, so watch the space. You exactly. Know. Follow Richie. Follow Richie and Nicola <laughs> on 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 social media, and you'll be find uh, you'll be able to find out more about uh, the Melvis film. Well, meanwhile, thank you so much, Richie and Nicola. Thank you. Wish you the best of luck thanks, for the thanks, walk. Sir. Thank you so uh, thanks, much. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much, Richie. Good to see you. Bye.